Hi guys, this is episode five. Yo, we're on episode five. Um, girls in the hood. So before I start, I want to say um, thanks for the su- for the support, of course. Um, views. If this is your first time listening, thanks for coming. If this is your fifth time listening, thanks for coming back. Um, views from Venus XO on Instagram. Don't forget to use the hashtag on Twitter. Views from Venus if you're on Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe, write a review, leave a rating. And I think that's it. I think I tapped myself in. <laughs> um, let's go. So make no mistake about it. Uh, episode five, Girls in the Hood. Make no mistake about it. Um, I do this for the hood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do it for the hood. Everything I do for the hood. Um, like I said, towards the ending of the episode, I feel like there is um, there's no representation of a black Toronto girl from the hood. With that being said, there's so many different kind of hood girls just like there's so many different kind of black girls there's also different kind of hood girls um not everybody is long with long nails with the door knockers and ignorant and ghetto so i wanted to use this episode to talk to some girls that i've known throughout the years have good relationships with and have them give their perspective on what it was like for them growing up as a hood girl in Toronto. I think there needs to be more said about that. Um, More of a deeper look about the urban girls in Toronto. Because, yo, we're fucking sick. (laughs) At the end of the day, if we're keeping it 100. So um, with that being said, this is episode five of Views from Venus. Girls in the Hood. I hope you guys like it, and I will catch you guys at the outro. Me, it's me and you again. Okay. We're still waiting on... Uh... It's giving her wahala. <laughs> Is she using her phone? I believe so. Ah, Tasha's here. Oh, Not this Wow. <laughs> this is crazy. Isn't it? Oh my god. Hey guys. Hi. Hello. Took me a year and a Sunday. I apologize. <laughs> well, well, I'm happy to have you here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Jeez. Before we before you came, we were talking about the, the Will and Jada thing. Do you have anything you want to say about? Oh my gosh. Honestly, <laughs> all I have to say is nobody is couples goals. That's it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's couple mm. goals. I used to look up to Will and Jada, and Jada just shocked me the way she sat there and said entanglement with her test. <laughs> Never again. Like, nobody is couple mm-hmm. goals. I'm my own couple goals. Facts. Yes. That's what I was saying too. I'm like, yo, and people like Will and Jada, you know, I make mean, people every day want to be the Will and Jada goals. Like, there are a exactly. couple that people have been bigging up for a very long time. Exactly. And they weren't even together. <laughs> Will said, I was done with you. I was done with you, Jada. I said, Oh, oh, wow. 
He okay. said, it's a miracle that we're even sitting here and talking. I said, ooh. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's over it. <laughs> and I feel like he made it a point to say those things. Like, you guys don't, just because her and I are sitting here and talking, don't feel like I, I'm, I'm agreeing to the nonsense. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Does. Wow. I think he's over it. I'm telling you, it's not, a life, it's not the life he wanted. I think ever since August opened his mouth and said he needs something, his life has just been in shambles. Honestly, mm. even like I don't think they have had this much attention since they've had a movie coming out or something. Like this is exactly. negative energy. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And we're also oh, positive. And she knows it's negative. Yeah. And did you see his face when he, he was staring at her? He looked like he was just like tired. Like he did not sleep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Red eyes, Imagine. everything. I was just like, I mean, this reminds me of like what women go through. So I was dying. I'm like, yo, men. Some, every now and then they meet a woman that just shakes them to their core. They're not, they're not, they're not ready when it happens. Jada is a savage, a true nah, mean I, savage. I said I definitely feel like she's taking advantage. I definitely feel like if the roles were switched and Will was doing this to somebody, people would be like, "Oh my god, yeah, he's taking advantage." Mm-hmm. Most definitely, yeah, this kid is old enough to be her son. <laughs> <laughs> literally they would say he's a rapist yeah he wanted to give birth to this child talking about she went there for healing if you don't stop <laughs> like i know I, the memes too the memes people be coming up with oh my god i saw one meme i think it came from twitter because you know twitter people are just oh my gosh there's this one where this guy this guy put up of a kid I don't even know if he's a kid, but he's a, some sort of teenager. And <laughs> this is what Jada and August be doing when, J- when August comes to Jada for healing. And he's like feeling, <laughs> Jada's feeling yep. up August's ass. <laughs> Talking okay. about, is this yep. where the pain is? Is this where the pain is? Yup. That's, exactly, yep. that's how it sounded though. Like, just for real. I cannot. Those women who say like, those people who say that they're doing stuff to help people, but they're really like touching your boobie. Touching your butt. Yo. The moral of the story is leave married people alone. Honestly. Honestly. Just leave leave, leave people's man and woman alone, period. Mm-hmm. She said she wanted mm-hmm. to f- mm-hmm. feel happiness and just be happy. Like how you how do you expect a man to do that for you? If you're not happy within yourself, no one's going to make you feel happy. Happiness starts with yourself. She's saying she not realized that, but I'm like, you data, you've been given advice. Though. I like like what you've been giving Honestly. people advice and you've been calling people to your table and you've been so so you give but I'm like yo, I don't know why she keeps talking about healing and care people I'm like if you want to heal and care for people go be a therapist Girl. go be a therapist you don't even have no degree it's not even to say like you're like you have all the money in the world you can stop what you're doing and go study it in school and go pursue it or at least just have the degrees to be like you want to understand you know yeah. you're just you don't do any of that trust me Someone came to you wanting healing and you literally took advantage. And he fell for you because he was like, he, he needed the love. He already lost so much during that time that he needed that motherly love. And he fell for her. So I have, a, mm-hmm. I have a question for you guys. What do you guys have to say to people who think that um, women cannot take advantage of men, especially grown men? Like people who feel like, oh, August is too old. He knew what he was doing. Like, what do you I feel like because he was in such a weak emotional state that it was a lot easy for him to yeah. misinterpret what was happening yeah, exactly and mm. I think he was abusing drugs they said right I think so too well I know that he was prescribed drugs 
for whatever he had going on. I think he's di- he was diagnosed with lupus. I think oh. he got addicted to his drugs. I did. I think he was using drugs, mm. and then he lost his sister. He took he took in his sister's kids. Like he was going through it. Oh yeah, the sister, the sister, the sister that lost that died and, and left her kids. Yeah, and he and he took them in. So like you're dealing with a lot. You lost somebody in your in life. You got you like you have a, a disease. Uh, sorry, a sickness. And on top of that, your life is just you just like you're just not happy. Right. Right. I just feel like I don't know. I I don't I don't know if the blame is one hundred percent Jada's though. Like although he was in a poor mental uh-huh. state, um, for I you got... to sit down and say, "Oh, I had a conversation with Will and he gave me the okay." In other words, you're you you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think everybody's at fault here. Yeah. And for I always feel yeah. like people should hold themselves accountable for the part that they play that gets them into certain situations. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you're so done with your wife, like, you guys are supposed to be some sort of idol. That's hence why they hit it and tried to, like, put it under tables while, while they were mm-hmm. doing that, right? Like, so if you're so done with Jada, if you were so done with Will and you guys wanted to separate, whatever, why didn't they just, yeah, okay. like, that's what I was thinking. You know, like, I, I don't know. And then I don't know. I just find them, I just find Hollywood, Hollywood people weird. That's what they call them, Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know, but like I said, they're not couples goals anyway. No one uses couples goals, period. Facts. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, now that we're both here, I want to kind of segue into what I wanted us to talk about. Like, as of recently, Tasha, do you, do you have Twitter? No, I don't have Twitter. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know you have IG, but on Twitter, like, let's say in the last couple of weeks, um, I feel like the topic that has been on hand, and I talked about it a little bit, um on my next episode which hasn't been released yet about like I feel like the influence that hood girls have in the media Mm -hmm. and that how I often feel like hood girls are just portrayed to be ghetto ghetto long nails loud ratchet earrings and I think that's the part that people tend to like but I'm like I feel like there's a whole nother worlds beyond that mm-hmm. I think that um, with girls from the hood I feel like there's truer stories realer experiences mm-hmm. um, and I wanted us to touch up on our experiences like let's do it um, let's do, so let's let's say where everybody's from in Toronto what neighborhood that they're from or where which hoods that they they've lived it's considered a hood um, Tasha you can go first okay um so I grew up in Jenna Finch. I grew up in what is called Lane. And um, some may know it as Down Bottom. Some may know it as South Side. I don't know. Lane. That's how I know it is. Top Lane. And um, I love it. I love that I grew up there. <laughs> mm. I will never speak anything negatively about where I came from because I believe that's how it made me. That's what made me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I love it like I love mm-hmm. it if I had if I had money I would go back and give to my hood I really mm-hmm. would I love where I came from it taught me who I who I am mm-hmm. um yep. it put me in places where I had to make tough decisions but mm-hmm. it made me stronger so I agree you know um okay I agree I, I you know what I do notice that people who are from the hood we do we tend to love like me I love the hood Mm-hmm. And I always say, like, especially with the podcasting thing, 
before I get to where Barbara's from, I always say like me, like with the podcasting thing, like I do what I do, like for the hood. Like I want to show that there are girls from the hood who can be in media. There are girls from the hood. Like not every, not every girl from the hood is to be an Instagram person or not every girl from the hood is to be like, there's other things that we can do. And there's different representations of girl in the hood, not just that one standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Barbara, where are you from? Talk to us. Okay, so I partially grew up in Rexdale, which would be Jamestown, and I finished off in Gina Finch, which was um, Bottom Lane. Mm, you, so you got your your best of both worlds. Yes, because <laughs> I do feel like Rexdale is way different from totally. But I I grew up in Gina Finch, so I think I can speak more on Gina Finch, and I agree with the shade mm. saying like I love like I live in Lane, and I can't. I yeah, we had bad experiences, but it actually taught me a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I, it taught me not to fear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like I grew up with so much going on that growing up, I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a tough girl, but I don't fear anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been through so much. It's like, what more can I really go through? Right. Right. And it also builds you up on street smarts. Like, yes. my street Which smarts, oh my gosh, my street smarts are on 10. Like, especially the fact that I have an older brother, too. Like, my brother put me on so much game. The hood put me on so much game. My mm-hmm. mom put me on so much game. Like, we're first world, gen- first generation Canadians. Like, you know, my mom's Ghanaian, Africa. Yeah. So you already know she comes with that. Like, make sure you're doing this at this time. Make sure you're not mm-hmm. doing this. And then you have the hood instilling these do's and don'ts. And then you have your mm-hmm. older heads instilling these do's and don'ts. So for me, personally... I had, like, I had the best experiences growing up. Of course, I had some bad experiences. So people were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you went through that. Mm-hmm. But the hood is a great place with mm-hmm. just misguided individuals. In yeah. my opinion. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. You know, misguided individuals. And honestly, it's not the parenting that has the hood kids in shambles. It's poverty. Like, mm. if we had certain things that kids from the suburban area suburban area had like i'm pretty sure we'd be okay too but like i I grew up in one i i went to a great middle school i loved my middle school i went to Oto park and my middle school was turned you went to Oto too (laughs) yeah yeah my school i don't care i feel like middle school was better than high school for me where'd you go to high school okay i went to mcguigan and then i went Mm -hmm. to ascension that's a malton later on in life like i and i was going back and forth between my dad's house and my mom's house. So um, I started going to school up in Malton. That's like Mississauga. So I, gra- mm. I went to McGuigan and then I graduated at Ascension. Like I went to like a lot of schools. Mm. But yeah, nothing compares to my middle school. Well, yeah, I, I initially grew up in Driftwood, the court. And then eventually I moved to uh, where Islington and Steele's which was another hood in itself. Mm-hmm. I remember moving there, not thinking, not and thinking it's not a hood because it's literally just like one strip, yeah. of houses. Mm-hmm. But then it's like everybody just when they when they're ready, they're always ready to show me like <laughs> every once in a while some different shit is going on here. But I used I remember leaving the I remember leaving Jofford and always going back. Right, like I remember when I first moved out of Jofford, I would always take the bus every day in the summer. And, and go back and chill with my friends. And a girl that I was speaking to, what she was saying on Twitter was she wasn't from the hood. Mm-hmm. She cause I was she was basically saying that there was some there was some gun violence going on. Mm-hmm. And um 
she this is what even really sparked my mind to have this conversation because she was like there was some there was some gun violence going on and CP24 was reporting about it and she was saying oh Barbara's gone and CP24 was Uh-oh. reporting and um she was saying oh you know um she wishes that she could do a program where she she can connect to the girls mm-hmm. and I said honestly you can never connect from you can never really connect to the girls because you're not from there. Mm, true. I feel like um, only girls who grew up in that situation could really connect to the girls and talk to the girls in a certain way because you don't even understand. It was me and Ace. Mm-hmm. It was me and, and Kevin that were having this conversation mm-hmm. with her. Because she was saying, oh, we would do workshops. She would do workshops. I'm like, do workshops for what? Like, you don't understand what these what these girls mm-hmm. are going through. Like, it's more. it's more than not only do you have to like the hood is the hood made us who we were today, mm-hmm. which I love. Like tough, raw, tough, strong, beautiful mm-hmm. women. Absolutely. But at but at the same time, growing up, we had some different experiences. Not from your average person. Like we've been in situations. And this is what I was trying to explain to a girl. Like yo, we've been in situations where bullets have come through our house. Girl, <laughs> we've we've lost people. We've Not lost funny, people though. that we that we that we we lost friends. We lost cousins i'm mm-hmm. like you don't know sometimes when we're watching people like us who, who grew up in the hood sometimes we're watching cp24 and we see something and it's like yo you're hoping and praying that it's not people not you know and i'm like that kind of lifestyle like it's just in us and i'm like if you knew how growing up with those kind like you, you know people that go to jail you start defending people you start defending morals and ethics that you know it's mm-hmm. wrong mm-hmm. absolutely based, based off the environment that you grew up in true just, just because you just because you know the hood that you're from you're in and you you know the hood that you're from and you know what it what it can bring out of you so when you have a guy friend that you grew up with and he does something and it's and it's it's absurd like you can even empathize with him like you get mm-hmm. it i'm like yo you can never you can you, you can never feel that unless you've been in it and you can't relate to that. You wouldn't know how to talk. You wouldn't even know where to begin. They, I feel like hood girls always know when a girl from the hood is not a girl who's not from the hood is talking to them. Trust me. Like I remember, I remember something like that happened in high school where this girl she came to the, she came to the school and she was talking about she's from Jane Finch. She's from Jane Finch. And let me tell you something about people who are from Jane Finch. Okay, depending on the age gap, you know everybody. Even if you don't know them mm-hmm. by name, you know them by face. You know that so and so's mm-hmm. sister, that so and so's brother. Mm-hmm. You know your people. And I'm like, I've never seen this girl before. So she's bragging about the hood, bragging about the hood. And I was just like, Where are you where? Where are you from? And she said she's from Jane Finch. I said, Well, Jane Finch is wide. Like, hello, where? Yeah, like are you from the lane? Are you from connections? Are you exactly. from Exactly. Are you up up by the courts? Like, yo, girl, she named some back street that had nothing to do with kill. I said, <laughs> You're not from the hood. And I didn't even try to be mean, but I was doing it at a place like stop doing that. Like, my thing mm-hmm. is I don't like when people claim shit that they've never been through. Like, I'm from the hood, but you don't see me going around saying I'm from Jamie mm-hmm. Finch, hello on my forehead like I just thought it was really weird like you grew up on a you grew up a great life like you have you have a things privileged you, life. Be, you know what I'm saying you have things you should be happy for like say with your chest I'm from Orangeville you don't have to go around <laughs> saying you're from the hood to be accepted at your new school you know what I'm saying and like I don't know 
I realized that when, because I moved from um, Toronto to Malton and I was attending schools in Malton, like a lot of people were like, you became a fan favorite. And if, if I, if I may say like those who came from Toronto and moved up there, they kind of mm-hmm. looked at you like, Oh, you're from Toronto or that person's from Toronto. It was kind of weird that they were mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, fascinated mm-hmm. by that. And I think people can speak to that, that we're actually there and actually moved from Toronto to Miss I can see that. You know, like, and some of the things that they were doing, like, was, was outdated for us. Like, th- I'm not even trying to, I'm not even trying to diss. Like, I, I, I'm not trying to diss, but this is facts. Like, <laughs> we were wearing, we were wearing, like, uh, what's that? You know, those cartoon bags? Back in the day, the mm-hmm, mm-hmm, were, mm-hmm, we did that mm-hmm. years ago. Years ago. That's, yeah, that's what I was exactly. Years, years, years ago. But when I moved out there, that was like 10th grade. They were now doing it. And I was like. No, no, yeah. we I Because when I was in grade nine, I was watching that. Like I had, I had, I think even in grade elementary school, grade eight. You know what I'm saying? Had, mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm, done mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. us. So when yeah. I moved out there, they were doing it. And I was just like, that is so outdated. But whatever, do you. And I'm just like, you don't have to claim you're from the hood and you, you're you're just doing that. And then all of a sudden, you guys want to go do styles what we did in 19, Kojo Ho. And that's why I always say hood culture is, Girl. is hood culture runs the world. Oh, for and sure. Like, hood culture, everything that we do in the hood is, it, it becomes mainstream. Or even if it's another person does it, once the hood adapts to it and makes it our own, it's a, it's a, it's a lick. Like, yeah. like and that baby hair thing, what we've been doing with toothbrushes for years, ever since I could remember. <laughs> and I'm watching Wendy and some non-black person was on Wendy trying to teach Wendy Williams how to lay her baby hairs <laughs> with a toothbrush. And Wendy like, was Wendy, like, you don't know, boo? you know, Wendy was like, um, girl, don't like this is this been with us. This is our thing. This is this mm-hmm, is what the girls mm-hmm, been doing in the hood mm-hmm. forever. Like, don't do that. Like, of course, I believe that hood culture runs the world. Like, fragrances. Look at Cardi B. Look how she marketed herself. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, she came mm-hmm, in with her hood gestures. She came in with her hood gear. Like everything about her, her whole persona was hood, and it took her places. And then all of a sudden, everybody's trying to be Cardi B. Everybody's trying to talk like Cardi. Everybody's trying to have their nails done like Cardi. It was ghetto for some girls in the hood, but now that it's marketable, it ain't ghetto mm-hmm, no more. Mm-hmm. And I was telling the girl, and I'm like, yo, it really hurts me my feelings that for me, someone who I've been wearing color back in the day, when you wear your color, it's like, yo, yeah. you're ratchet. Yes. You're doing this. You're doing that. But all of a sudden, like, it's the, it's itsy be dying your wigs this different, different color. Now you even see white girls going to the hair store and buying wigs mm-hmm. and, dye, and, and, and looking for different, different color. And I'm like, I don't like that. It makes me feel uncomfortable because you don't know the struggles <laughs> we had to bear growing up and just doing things that we feel like is what we know and what we like and then going somewhere else and having someone tell you, oh, you're to this. Oh like, my I to when you put color in your hair and I left Johnson to go to Basel. So I was coming from a rectal school to go to Basel's. And when I got there, they were like, how oh, you can't put color in your hair. Wow. <laughs> you couldn't put color in your hair. And I'm like, but all, I'm like, but Jane, white Jane over there, has color in their hair, but you're trying to tell it's me true. That I can't put color in my yeah. hair. Why? Yeah, that this that's a whole other topic. Why? Yeah, and I feel like, and I'm like, I feel like hood culture runs the world, and people love to um, profit off hood culture, but we're the ones that brunt the 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 downfall of it. Like mm-hmm. we're the ones. Is this so happens that we've grown to be with thick with being in the hood, you get thick skin, mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. learn to be right. 
to not care and just do especially if you're, if you're always chilling in the hood it's only going to be your people mm-hmm. and your people know what guan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not to go you step out that you realize like this is not what everybody's doing absolutely that is 100 percent true i agree totally it's it's it it, it it breaks my heart because like even like- with the whole like i remember growing up and not wanting to wear tight clothes because i didn't want anybody to see my figure Mm. girl like remember back in the day when everybody when people would cuss you they call you were loose you they call you for, they, well no like this is what i remember one time um my friend's mother got into an argument with somebody over um washing machine and the girl called her fat ass and <laughs> the black lady laughed like fat ass you're damn skippy my ass is fat <laughs> but look at <laughs> now <laughs> everybody wants a fat ass <laughs> Mm-hmm, everybody mm-hmm. wants a fat ass everybody wants thick lips thick hips and it's that's hood culture all the girls are dime pieces well not all the girls most girls are dime pieces <laughs> um you know with the figures the nails and everything and i just feel like you're right it's absolutely nails is another one. Oh yeah we've been in the hood we've been doing the long oh nails yeah with, with, the, with the designs they just started knowing that when Cardi came and showed I it know, to them. right? It's crazy. And that's even, and I'm like, sometimes it hurts me because sometimes the judgment that we get from, and that's what I was saying to the other girl, I'm like, sometimes the judgment that we as hood girls get from other girls is from other black girls. I know. Like other black girls who are in the suburbs, like other black girls who are not in the hood, or even sometimes other black girls from different hoods. I want Barbara, I want Barbara to chime in. Is she or back? I, I want her, she's not back yet. I want to get her her outfit. Send her I the link. To talk about from hood to hood, how we dealt with growing up, like if we had any interactions with girls from different hoods, and how was that? I sent it to her. Okay, okay. Now she opened it. Let's see. Maybe something died. You know, you were tripping off you when you were talking. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So probably that's how she got cut off. Okay, there B is. Okay, B. Hello? Hello. Do you guys know that I was listening to you the whole time and I thought you guys can hear me? Really? <laughs> I heard everything you just and I was chiming in and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm like wondering if um you guys couldn't hear me. Then I heard you say, like, oh, Barbara needs to come back. I'm like, wait, what? No, because it showed on my screen that you were gone. It only showed it only showed Tasha. Yeah, I didn't I see you either. The whole thing. Oh, okay. So what do you have to say now that you're back? So I the like so first I heard it about the nails. The, I agree with the nails because I remember doing my nails long and the, those designs in like mm-hmm. grade six, seven, and eight. I even had it, I did it for like my graduation. Mm-hmm. And now, mm-hmm. like you said, someone said Cardi B wearing them. Everybody wants to have these long extended nails. The designs are all different. It's like. Now I'm here with my solid color nails. I'm like, I was doing this from like mm-hmm. how long ago. And if I, I'm like, I know if we do this now before Cardi did it, people would be like, ew, like, why mm-hmm. are you doing that style? Like, I won't even, like, sometimes when I see people with styles, I'm like, why? Like, why don't you do a solid color? Like, yeah, that's so yeah. old. You know why? It's because we did it. And it's like, you know, when you, you say been there, done that. Yeah. So it's not, it's like, okay, bye with that style. But like everybody's hopping on because these girls are doing it now. Exactly. And like all these social influencers. Exactly. And I love, I do like that the social influencers these days are generally girls from the hood. Cause that's the main reason why it's, it's becoming so apparent because most of the girls are regular. Well, well, I don't know. Influencer I, I follow that comes from the hood. 
Like I don't good. I was. I want to assume that Jada come. Doesn't Jada come from the hood? I, I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. Jada comes from the hood. That's a very good. Huh. Maybe they come from. I feel like maybe they. Like, you know when you live near the hood. <laughs> Like, but I don't, I don't, but I don't know, I don't know her story, so I don't really know. I know Will Will came from South Philly. No, Ari's definitely hood. No, Will, I'm saying Will. Will came from Philly. Will Philly? Yeah, but I don't know about Jada. No, not that Jada. Jada. Oh, little babies. Um, little babies. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Why she does long nails too? She's she's right now, I feel like for the girls that are coming, yes, she's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah, I love her. She's, and she, her and her 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 vibe and her her swag that she's giving mm-hmm. us is very hood aesthetic. Yeah, absolutely. Very hood, like very hood aesthetic. Like the baby, and I think that's what we like. That's what us as we as, as black girls. That's what we like her. Like she gives us baby hair. She gives us knockers. She gives us. She gives us like t shirt. Like mm-hmm. she gives us like hood girl dream. If you, if you're a girl from the hood and you get money, like it's Jada that you're dressing like. Mm-hmm. Right? She's that girl. And that's who they're all looking up to. Mm. But, but She's a cute girl. Actually, from the hood. I know I don't I don't have any influencer that I follow. That I think that's from I honestly don't even know if they're from the hood or they're from because the majority majority of these influencers I feel like they grew up good and just mm. made their way to the top. Of these, you you're talking about the influencers? Yeah, like some of these influencers, maybe the ones I follow. But so I, I like, hear, um, what's her name? Alexis Sky that she was like a escort or sex trafficking victim or something like that. But that doesn't mean you're from the hood. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I was, I was rebuttaling the fact that they grew up good. Mm. But sometimes, sometimes you can grow up good and just want to be a bad girl. Like Absolutely. I think people who who grew up good want to be are rebellious. Like they want to live that lifestyle where like you can go yeah. outside and you can do your own thing. Like maybe sometime, maybe she was held back a little bit, like restraint. So she rebelled and became like an escort and I guess mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I feel like that goes for anybody like hood or not hood. Like that whole point you made about growing up good and wanting to do bad. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh my gosh, I know so many girls like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even I know guys. Of, yeah. Even guys. even guys, yeah, and I think it's underrated. Like the like, let's think to how many people that grown up in the hood that people who came and chilled in the hood, but didn't. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yo, I just work. found out a certain person like that they didn't grow up in the hood, and I'm like, hold on, are you sure? I swear that person went to Westview. They're there every day. Yeah, no, they didn't even live out here, but they're here every day. I was like, that is so mm-hmm. crazy. Those are the people that concern me because when shit goes down, you're not going to know what to do because, mm-hmm. yeah, you're there every day, but you're not there every day. Like, you don't know the ins and outs as to somebody mm-hmm. who lives there. So if something goes wrong, like, you're not going to really know. And then that's when those, that's when you hear, like, oh, somebody was visiting somewhere and something happened yeah. or, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, guys, so... We got Lane, Lane, and Driftwood, and a little bit of Rexdale. Um, how were as you growing up as a girl from your hood? How would you define? How would you describe your interactions with other girls from the hood? Same hood or different hoods? Mm, let's do both. Let's let's yeah. Let's do same hood or different hoods. Because sometimes I feel like us girls in the hood were were our biggest enemies, and like I. I want us to kind of unpack that. I think, you know, it's it would be nice if we got along. 
better. You know what it is? I feel like when you live somewhere and you start hearing stories about other hoods, you tend, even if, like, growing up in, my well, grouping in French going to Oakdale, like Oakdale had beef with Brookview girls, like the girls. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was new. So I'm just like growing up in Oakdale, I never had to encounter any of this, like none of these uh-huh. things. So going to <laughs> going to Jane French, I was learning about beef between different hoods and mm-hmm. girls and schools. I mean, I remember it was the biggest fight I swear in my life. Like they came to the school with weapons and they, you don't know them, mm-hmm. but because mm-hmm. these are your girls beef, you become mm-hmm. you to, you start to beef with them too. I don't mm-hmm. know you, but I don't like you because mm-hmm. my friends don't like you. My hood doesn't like you. Right. So mm-hmm. that's just what it is. Even though I don't right. know you, I know I don't like you because my hood doesn't like you. And that's where I live. You know what's so crazy? That still carries on today a little bit. Mm-hmm, 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 like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll still you'll see it like, not for me personally, but like you'll see certain people who don't mingle with with people because of where they're from or who they know. And it all goes back to the hood. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Especially with guys. Absolutely. Oh, oh my good. gosh. Oh, gosh. Especially for sure. With guys. And what, you know what I always wanted to know? Like, what are we beefing over? There's, like, when we Yo. get together, like, growing up, we used to have this thing called LBA. It was Lane Basketball Association. We mm-hmm. had a big barbecue and a yeah. huge basketball tournament. Everybody got together, and I didn't really see that much politics. Like, music was bumping the vibes are good there was no time for beef like of course certain things happen but like you see the the way when we get together we're such a great huge big mm-hmm, movement mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like why can't we keep that same energy why do we have to fight why do we gotta beef why do we gotta hate on each other it's sad it's sad it is so what how would you guys describe like how would you guys like I had a good I always say like I had a good experience growing up with my my girlfriends. We I was telling the girl that we had stepping. We used to do step. Mm-hmm. Um we used to do gimp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did yeah. that too. Um what were other good things that we would do? Because I like I went to Driffle Community Center for summer camp. Mm-hmm. So I would I would go there. My elementary school was Gar- with St. Charles Garnier. So I didn't go to Catholic. The only problem that we would have, I think we had problems with the Jeffrey Public School mm-hmm. um, people. And I, I sometimes I reduce that to ethnicities. Most Ghanaian kids went to St. Charles Gurney. Mm-hmm. And most Jamaican kids went to the public school. Oh. So sometimes you would, they would like, we would all take the same back route to go mm-hmm. home. And they would always bully us and punk us and throw things at Ooh. us and... Um, the Jofford Public School girls. Uh, was oh. there a specific reason? I know. No. That's crazy. I did. That's did. And they were from. I think some of them were from Jofford Avenue, and then we were from the courts. So sometimes you can live on one area, and then even within the one area, there's some kind of oh, like, I know. like for you guys, like you guys both live in Lane, but every now and then, Top Lane, Top Lane has their tensions with. Bond. I heard that started happening. I mean, it's, like I later, think, later on, after yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I don't know when you moved, but when I moved, I felt like Lane just became different. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same anymore. I just feel like everyone. I guess like maybe everyone got older. I'm talking about like the older heads. I feel like everyone got older mm-hmm. and they parted ways, so it made mm-hmm. Lane open for anyone to come. Like the little kids brought in their own little friends, and it, it just it's just not safe anymore. Like I wouldn't go to Lane and think that I won't. I like something won't happen because I'm like. 
I grew up with the older heads. I feel like mm-hmm. I was protected. But with these little mm-hmm. kids who I seen growing up, it's like, what do you guys? I know the I know they'll bust shots, but it's like, I'm not gonna get shot for you kids. Like, like no, right? It's like the generation now is so messed up. It's like there's no guidance. I remember back in the day when shit was about to go down as bad as it sound. You had the order heads tell us to go yep, inside. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. They would come yes. around. Mm-hmm. They would come around and say, "Yo, get inside." Yo, I don't have no about questions. That. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No um, questions. You yeah. just get in your house or yep. get in the, your brethren's house, the nearest house. You just get in there and you go. Yep. But now. You'll be at. You're lucky if you even have a house near you to get. And by. the crazy thing is, they be shooting people with kids at the park. Like I see on yeah. TV, like people shooting with kids at the park, and I'm like, this would never happen back in the day. No one's busting shots while kids are in the park playing. No, are you it, mad? I I know. Like when I I remember when I used to work at a call center um in Kipling, I used to be finished done and work at twelve. But I'll get home around like one ish, and I remember walking home. I had my headphones in. I'm just minding my business. And I see a group of people wearing all black, like a group of mans wearing all black. And I'm just sitting standing there. I'm like, oh my fucking gosh, like, what am I going to do? Like, fuck Jesus Christ. Like, because that time we were beefing with Driftwood hard. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I didn't know who were, who was there. And yeah. like, who am I to think that they're going to like make me walk home first? So I'm there like contemplating what I, what I do. Mm-hmm. And I get closer and I hear someone say, Barbara. And I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, thank God. <laughs> Yeah, they're like hurry up, like hurry up and get inside. I'm like, yeah, you don't tell me twice. As soon as I I locked my door, gunshots. Yeah, that's what they do. I'm telling you, like it sounds awful to those who don't understand it, but when you grow up there, you just get it. Like Mm -hmm. it's a community. Just get it, and that's why I wanted to have this conversation. I wanted to, because I feel like sometimes they don't understand us. Like sometimes you get perceived to be like, yo, this angry black girl, or or you're projecting, like you know, like. You're, you're too tough skin and it's like yo do you like like yo sometimes people are just coming home from work and they get warnings to go inside their house and yeah <laughs> like sometimes like you know like and you know what i want to touch in because we all have brothers mm-hmm. and we all have brothers in the hood or have played some kind of part in the hood because like, once you're a man in the hood i feel like you're automatically subjected to what the hood comes mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. And I wanted to touch on sometimes how I want us to talk about us as women, the weight that we carry when we carry for our men mm. who play those positions in the hood. Because like I was saying to Tasha, like sometimes like it's it's hard. Like you're dating these people, mm-hmm. you grew up with these people, mm-hmm. these people are your brothers, mm-hmm. these people are your cousins, these these are the people that tell you that something's gonna go down and then go inside. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when something bad happens to them. The outside world is so quick to judge and say, oh, this person's this, this person's that, or, yeah. you know, but it's like, you don't know us, you don't know them, like, how we know them. We know them. Right. So, I, does anybody, like, I wanted to touch on that. Does anybody have anything to add? Like, when you said that, that protecting your, 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 like, family and the guys that you know, I remember, like, getting mm-hmm. some fights with guys and not mm-hmm. wanting, and, like, people be like, go get your brother. And me wanting to protect my brother, I would fight mm-hmm. them by yeah. myself. I mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. because I felt like when it comes to the guys, it can get crazy. Yeah. And I know my brother's mm-hmm. a hothead already, so he does not mm-hmm. think when he's when he's on TTG, and that <laughs> and and like just knowing the fact that it can get bad. Like first of all, you don't fight a girl knowing that she has a brother, and and then her brother's gonna come and then try to beef with you, and then you're gonna get your brother and you're trying to be, and then it becomes a whole bigger thing. Mm-hmm. So because of that, like I would just 
run my mouth and do my own shit. And if I get if I get if I get it to extend any any bigger, then that's what it is. But I would always try to protect my brother because I did not want him to get into anything. Yeah, I always d- dislike the girls that 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 are so quick to call their brothers. Girl, because like you know what your brothers come to do when they call. I feel like for me, I don't get. I feel because like people know who my like. I won't speak my older brother, but more of my little brother. I feel like because people knew who my who my older my younger brother is and who he runs with, people don't really tend to try to bring it to me. I think because they know the extent of what how far my brother and his friends can go. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't even want that for my brothers and his friends. I consider my brothers exactly. friends my brothers. And I wouldn't That's... even want them to be in that position. But I know if it was time to go, they will be there busting guns. But why would yeah. I want go, that for my like... brother and his friends when they already been through so much? Who might have put them through more? Right. Right. But I feel like people don't even try that with me, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah. Most you know, most most times they don't, especially now that we're older and it's like people's people's everybody knows who from yeah like, you know mm-hmm. who to mess with like because even sometimes if you don't have a brother that's crazy you might have a you might have an ex-boyfriend that just loves you a lot oh my gosh i can speak to that you know what i mean <laughs> like you might have you might like you no know, we have all we have these strong interactions with these with these men and we and we love on them in a different way that these other women can mm-hmm. trust me like, we get we get certain things that these other women can't get because they didn't go they didn't grow up you didn't, you didn't go there. Like, your bachelor girl can't feel you like your girl from the lane if you're from the lane. Yeah, like, I remember when I was in high school, when I was went to McBiggin, it was, like, like, again, like, there was, I, I just, me personally, like, I don't like people. Like, I like people, but I, <laughs> growing up, I feel you <laughs> growing up, it was a little you. bit different. Like, I was a don't talk to me. Like, I had a chronic bitch face growing up, okay? I just, yeah. now I'm starting to smile um and then like there'll be certain guys like especially you want to put on that face even more when you see a bunch of guys just crowd like when you're growing up in those certain places these guys are just chill green box chill and you want to walk you just want to go home mind your business you don't want mm-hmm. nobody talking to you so i always had this face on and somebody obviously had something to say and i said something back and then all you hear is yo chill 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 that's so-and-so's sister like everybody always has that at the end of the day like yo just let that go because that's so-and-so's sister or that's so-and-so's girl like you were always kind of protected too so i that was one of the benefits that came with growing up over where you get in the hood or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. like there was always somebody who checked for you like even if they weren't checking for you they were checking for you are you here you're lucky you're so-and-so sister well you're lucky i'm so-and-so sister how about that (laughs) rude yeah in the hood brings some sense of community Yes, it absolutely does. Like I would like that example, like I gave about the how going in the house thing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What else? Like I remember, like even my mom, like when my mom and those hood niggas are cool. Yes, like yep. you know they'd help yep. her with her groceries. Yes, and that's the thing to yep. understand that, like they think that when they come into the hood, see the older heads and they just stand. It's like no, they they were my, they were my mom allowed them to come into the house. Like when there was yeah. like when there were police officers coming into the hood, like you know we'll say like one time I have my door open, like yeah, come in, come in. Like my mom would be like, oh they're outside, yeah, we just close the door and we like we just don't care. Like it, they 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 watch they also watch out for our parents. Like if they needed yes. help. They yes. needed the help. They'll go to the parking lot, bring all the groceries. All the groceries. Just tell my mom, yeah. Don't worry, chill, relax, relax, and sit down. Yeah, like, literally. Yeah, they. Yeah, definitely. Did it have you? You go from to. Did you remember when people? Did, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but with with guys like, um, stand in front of your house. I don't yeah. know. Just a silhouette. Yes, they'll. Yeah, I'll, they'll be in front of my door, and I just open yes. my door, like okay, and just say hey, what's up? You know, 
and shows it yeah. like I was never scared. Like I was not like, never scared. Sometimes like a silhouette, but then sometimes you never know. They just stand in front of your house just for fun. Yeah. Like it might people mm. and nowadays, I don't know, people might call the police, but like you just oh, get used sure. to that. People <laughs> just chill in front of your house and just for fun. And them days that they had um the green poles where you where you can chill, but now they took that down for obviously they don't want any loitering or anything going around. Oh, wow. But they they yeah, they used to have the green poles, they used to chill on the green poles. Mm-hmm. Um they cut down a lot of trees, so you can't chill anymore. Like they slowly mm-hmm, started mm-hmm. breaking it down. They got rid of the brown bars. Yes. Oh wow. So. I haven't been there in. I haven't been in lane in like years. I've only the only part I've gone is the basketball court for the OK tournament. So right. I don't even go in lane. I haven't seen any changes. I haven't been there in a long time too. Like I don't have any business going there anymore. Like. I used to go there back That's in the day. When we moved there, we don't have no business going there. So we Everyone has moved there already. It's like now it's, it's, different from where we, it's different from what we know. At, oh, absolutely. I don't even recognize a lot of faces. I go, I'm like, who's this? Or they'll be like, oh, so-and-so, he grew up. It's like, oh, that's how they look when they grew up? Okay, cool. But then it's like, <laughs> I still don't have any business. Like, I didn't grow up with you. I grew up with your older brother, your older yeah. sister. Yeah. You know? So I don't know you. I don't know anybody. Like, it's just, it's just a different feel. It doesn't feel homey to me anymore. But the, I guess that's kind of growth too. Yes, but when the community gets together, like when you like, let's say if you had a reunion, I think it would be a great time if everybody's on the same page. I don't know. I hope everybody would would have grown up. Yeah, like the OK mindset. tournament brings like I when I go to the OK tournament, that's when I see everyone that was living in Lane, like everyone in there, and they're all parents now. I'm just like, wow, like right, this is, this, right, this is, this is beautiful. Like you know, everyone's moms and dads, and everyone's so grown and finishing school I'm just like I miss Lane I miss back I miss when everyone was living in Lane like I honestly do miss Lane I honestly love living in Lane it just I just I mean I haven't been Rexdale but like I grew up in Lane right when did you move from Rexdale when I was in grade six I don't even know what year that was oh okay so I did grade six seven and eight and I did high school living not high school just six seven and eight and I get nine in high in Lane and then I did a rest back in Rexa in on Islington. Oh wow! Okay. Yes, I wasn't mm. too far from Mercer. What high school did you go? Sure. to? Oh yeah. So how was your experience with like how was your experience being a different girl that went to, <laughs> went to a Rexa school? Like, did you find the difference with the people? Um, no, like, because listen, I always feel like there's a huge difference. Um, no, honestly, because everyone that basically because Car was in James, like you know Rexa Jamestown. So I already mm-hmm. everyone that was in Car, I already grew up with them when I was living in Jamestown. So like. It wasn't mm. any different for me though. The transition was from Rexdale going into Oak, um, Oakdale. So I went to Green Home and I went to Oakdale. Mm. So living in Rexdale, I already had the mentality as a as a, as a crip. So I was like, you know, blue, <laughs> oh, you blue, were blue, blue. So I remember going to Jane and Finch Oakdale, and that's when I learned like, okay, like these girls do not play. But I never, I was like, I was gonna ask you, how old were you guys when you guys realized that? Yo, I live in the hood. Like, what was that defining <laughs> moment for you guys? You know, you like, um, you know, like, as you're growing up, people, because like, you're always with the same people, yeah. everything is, but, so when was that moment when you're like, listen, like, where I live is not the norm. Um, right like, down for me, okay, so when I was living in Jamestown, there was a night where I don't, like, so I don't know what area came into the area, came to Jamestown, but they shot up every car along the street. Hey. I remember Holy waking shit. up in the morning, and it was just like ghost town, like, it was just, every car was shattered, it was like, dusty and I was just like and I think that's when they named Jamestown Doomstown I was just like this is not normal like I was just but I felt good 
Cause you know when you come from the hood and you just have a like everyone knows like oh she's from Jamestown like it's like ooh okay there's, there's, there's a strength behind it if you come from a if you come from a proper hood there's strength yeah behind and you're it. like okay okay like you can't come for me like you just like you know I just I'm a Jamestown honestly now. you know or I come from Lane like because you know they, those are the like, there's hoods everywhere but there's specific hoods that are known. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have that name exactly. Mm-hmm. So coming from both areas, I had that name. I just felt like I I learned I was from the hood when that that situation happened, and like not you remember how old you were? I was probably in grade five. I was walking to school with my friends, and I just remember that happening. And it's even time when you can't wear certain colors when I was living in Rexdale. Like I couldn't wear mm-hmm, red. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I couldn't. I remember the I had over- with the girls. I remember, yeah, yeah. I, even when I what? went to Johnson, I remember they slapped, and that's why me at Rexdale, especially town, like I'm scared of that because they take it. I feel like, yeah, and Jane and Finch, they take it to a level, but I feel like in their yeah, they no. take it and add pressure times five. Yeah, I, I remember wearing overalls that had red like, strip stripes on it, and I had to go home and change. Like, take it off. I had to go home and change. Mm-hmm. Are these girls doing it to girls? Mm-hmm. Or are these guys no, these are the guys, doing, it's guys doing, it doing it to girls. Oh, wow. And that's why I started I wearing like blue only. I started just doing blue, blue, blue. And I started liking mm-hmm. the color blue. Like, I love the color blue now. Because I was just like, blue, blue, blue. Mm. I remember I remember seeing a guy slap a girl. What? Because she wore a red jacket. Oh, okay, wow. Dallas, blue sky. Wow, mm-hmm. nah. Because she wore a red jacket. A girl, I, 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 I seen, I seen, I remember when there was like two random strangers. Um, they're walking across the street. I was like, we were probably like, no, I was probably like maybe 10, 11. And um, they were wearing this red shirts. They're just normal people. Like they're nobody from, the, they're <laughs> Indians. They're even Indians. And they're like, not from the hood. <laughs> I kid you not. A couple guys went across the street to go beat them up. Oh my goodness. Because they were wearing red. And I was like, I'm not, like, this is like real. Like, you know, you can't wear, like, to a point where like, if I see you, I'm like, oh, like, ew, why are you wearing red? Like, mm-hmm. and it makes the girls hard. And that's why I feel like sometimes wrestler girls are super hard. Like it makes them hard because they're in an environment where the guys apply that pressure on them too. Like in Jane Finch, everybody can wear whatever color. Yo, <laughs> like if we're... Jane, I always used to be like I even feel like Jane Finch girls always dress so color, and Rexler girls always dress so tomboyish. Like anytime you see a girl from Rexler, like she always has overly baggy pants, and I'm just like, hey, like wow, what is this? A lot of the girls where I'm coming from were look good. But Jane Finch is, I think Jane Finch is more advanced than Rex though when it comes to looks. Yeah, like. they look good. They had the ladies. Like, I remember this girl trying to get stank, and she must have said that she went to, um, she's not from the hood. She just went to, I think she went to York University. <laughs> so she said that she made a stop at Palisades, and she said that all the girls are grilling her, and she doesn't know maybe it's because she's wearing, um, she had on a goose and Jordans. And I said, Are you dumb? The, the drip in Finch is probably beyond that. Like, we've been rocking Jordans and Goose. Are you crazy? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, look that's, at her and wonder who the hell she was. Who the hell you are. Yeah, and the fact that you're saying they're looking at you because you're wearing Goose and Jordan. Come on, Goose and Jordans? Really? Hmm. No, honey. We've been had that. So, I'm just, I have to tell her, I'm like, absolutely not. Who do you think you are? And then she didn't know that I was from the hood too. But like I said, I don't go bragging about it. And I'm like, no, nah, trust me, absolutely not. That's not why they're looking at you. Mm-hmm. Like they're probably looking at you because they don't know who you are. Definitely. Tasha, how how old were you when you realized that? I was living in the hood. Were, hmm. And it's 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 not the you know? To be honest with you, I found out quite late. Like I used to hear from my mm. cousins. My cousins are so bougie. 
they didn't grow up in the hood so like anytime i go on their side they'd always be like hmm you're going back home over there you're still you and your mom still live over there so like i never really got it and i'm just like hmm okay these guys are weird but they're bougie to this date so like i don't know i actually couldn't tell you when i realized Mm -hmm. you know what i lied i realized in high school when i would go from like i said i was bouncing from house from house to house when i would go from Mm. high school on the weekends my mom i would go to my mom's house in in um from brampton to um my mom's house and that's when i realized because the environment was different so you'd go to brampton where it's cleaner the people speak differently and then you go back home on the weekends like me and it's like garbage is here the buildings need paint the buildings need paint they're, they're speaking ebonics on 10 and you're just like hmm maybe i do need to this feels homey you know i so i feel like i learned that i was living in the hood in probably 10th grade i'm telling you because when i was talking to the girl and the girl's like yo yeah, she used to love coming to the hood. She had she had cousins in the hood, and she used to love coming to the hood because everybody looked like her. I was like, you know, I didn't even consider the fact that there's people who who don't live in the hood and they live places that nobody looks like them. What did she look like? Did even, she she's she she was Ganyan, and that was, oh. that's what even the, the conversation in my head because I'm like, yo, she's Ganyan. She said she grew up in Mississauga. She grew up in Mississauga, mm-hmm. and she was just basically saying like she she loves the hood. Mm-hmm. She's not from the hood, but she always wanted to be a part of the hood. And I was like, mm-hmm. why? Because, you know, when you're from the hood and you see certain things, you're like, yo, why do people... Because I always feel like, why do people want to be a part of the hood so yeah. bad? Like, especially, like, sometimes mm-hmm. you see, like, people from Brampton, in, like, yeah, copying the life. And it's like, yo, if you knew the things that we have to go through on the yeah. struggle... They wouldn't, wouldn't even, even be able to even handle it. Copy that. That's why. And she said, yo, when she used to go, she used to love it because she's like, she'll go and people will be dancing outside. Everybody's chilling outside. People are riding their bikes. There's barbecues. There's music blasting. I'm like, yo, on your suburb street, nothing, nothing to go on. It's so true. Those are the days. Yeah. Then my mom would send yo. me outside to go look for my brother. And I could not find him. <laughs> and I'd go in his ratchet ass friends telling me he's not here. <laughs> Meanwhile, I see him hiding. <laughs> then he's running. And I got to go him, go get him because my mom won't <laughs> let me back in until I have him. It's like... <laughs> I don't know. It was fun. I don't care. It was yeah, fun. yeah. I think I was eight when I realized that that I lived in the hood because I I loved Driftwood. You chill with all your friends, but one day uh, somebody had gotten shot. Well, you know what? Growing up, our house used to always get robbed. Really? Oh, wow. Like, yeah, because my, like my dad was in the streets, mm-hmm. and we lived in Driftwood. He was a Driftwood mm-hmm. man. Like my dad's Driftwood man. So. Every now and then, like one, two, three times, our, we got our, our house broken into. Oh, I'm like, okay, I, I always knew that that was a little bit off, but okay, like still we move, still we go. Mm-hmm. But I always knew that there was something more hood with my family. Like, I always, especially knowing that my mom's Ganyan, but my dad's Jamaican, like, I always knew something was a little bit more. I just didn't know mm-hmm. what. And then I remember one day, um, <laughs> there was a shootout and someone got shot in their eye. Mm. so he, he got shot he lost his eye so the next day when I walked out to school there was a trail of blood leading like he carried his eye so he got shot in the eye and it came out and he carried it so let's say he walked like a, a couple of kilometers before he finally just collapsed with his Mm-mm. eye so there was a there was a long trail 
of blood, like, on the way from school, from him. And it's so true, yo, the, the morning of shootings be so quiet. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's very true. You it's know, I didn't so quiet. It's so quiet. Yeah. It's always so eerie, like, what is a shoot? Nowadays, it doesn't feel like that. Like, sometimes every now and then there's a shooting, you see people outside, it's like they're fed up. But before, if there was a shooting, it's just quiet. Like, the next morning, quiet. It's like it's like everyone's. I'm wondering if like we should stop. We should talk or not. <laughs> they know they better. Not like they know. <laughs> I mean, not not like that. I mean, like they don't know we should do any movements. Like if the people are still there, if it's safe to go outside, <laughs> you still don't know if it's safe to go outside. You don't know if like what happened last night. Like you don't know what you're gonna see. True. True. So you guys being girls from the hood, how do you guys feel about Takashi? Now that I think about it, like. How do you see? <laughs> well, how do you feel? You see people infiltrating the culture, and then once it gets once it gets too sticky, once it gets too hard, it's like they don't honor things up to the way that we feel like the hood culture would honor it or should. Honor oh gosh. It. Uh, okay, so I don't really follow up with those things until like it hits the internet, like shade room or something. But like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, so from the beginning, before all happened, like I just feel like if you're gonna. If you want to be hood, you have to be hood. Like, I get, I like, like, with, like, what happened with the situation where they, they robbed him or kidnapped him and they fucked his baby? Like, whatever happened, like, <laughs> I get that part. Like, if your man's turn on you like that, like, I don't, like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Is this yeah, Barbara mm-hmm. talking? So <laughs> I get it. Like, you know, you're, the, you're, the people who you thought were your niggas or your friends, um, they kidnapped you and they robbed you and they did this and did that. Like, I get it. Like, they're not really your man. So why are you protecting them? But I feel like if you know you're going to be doing this, like, you you were acting with a hood man for the longest time. So it's like, you knew what was going on. You're going, you're, who was he beefing with? Was it G Herbo? And then he went to the, the area? Mm-hmm. And he went to the, you went, you went up, to the up, area, up, up, up. you're standing there, you're in the camera, and make, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're doing all the hood man things, but it's like, now that you have to face it, it's like, now, what was the whole point of that? I just don't understand. And I don't want to thinking like, oh, well, like, if it was me, I was snitch because, like, he tried to rob me. And it's like, well, you guys were living the whole life for so long. You didn't think something was going to happen? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But that's, that's, what, that's where it goes that you're not from the hood, but you try to adopt a hood life. You don't have the hood smart. Because hmm. if he probably would have had hood smarts, he probably would have been picked up that these people are just mm-hmm. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you go and you pick up a lifestyle that you know nothing about. And then when it hits the fan, you don't handle it the way it should be handled. Yeah, or the way that they the way that they would handle it, at least. True, I don't really follow up on. Sorry, I don't really know the background story to that. I just know that he got was he got time and then he started singing like a bird. My my mm-hmm. thing is like, just exactly what Barbara said. Like if you're if you knew, you you weren't built for this lifestyle. Why were you pretending this whole time? Because to mm. put your foot in a shoe, it has to fit. And if you knew mm. that you their shoe wasn't thin, you should have took your foot out and wear your size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, you're 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 doing all these things, and you know, it's not for you, but you do it for clout. Because he said he, I think he said that he did it because he wanted to get famous or something. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, like behind the scenes, it's real. It's real. Yeah, um, and I feel like he signed up for more than he can. Exactly, choose. and it's not like you're. You're, you're you're coming for people who don't live in the hood and didn't live a lifestyle. You're actually attacking people who actually went been through that life. So it's like, who are you to them that they're not gonna come for you? 
Right. Like, you didn't live my life, so I can come for you. And like, what are you really gonna do? Like, you have these men who are protecting you, but it's like you don't really know what goes down. Like, you don't know how to handle it. So you have these men who are your friends who you think is gonna protect you, but meanwhile they're just plotting against you, and you're too focused True. on on beefing with so many people and you didn't see. He's a he's a he's a popular That's what he is. But like I have to say, like growing up in the hood taught me the hustle and the bustle. Like right now, I I'm I feel like there's certain things that I can look at things from two perspectives. You know, mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. sit with people and analyze situations and be like, okay, I understand why he has a gun though. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I like yeah, him having a gun is not right, but I know why he has it. Yeah, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. him robbing and stealing is not right, but I know why he's doing it. Like I said, it's not. It's it comes down to poverty. Like if we had certain things, it, it, for these kids in the hood and stuff, mm-hmm. certain mm-hmm, resources, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be a different There's topic. Kind of structure, like two two parent homes, men in the house. Um, um, if and like you said, poverty because without poverty, the par- the the moms don't have to work late. Mm-hmm. The moms the moms working late. The moms can't walk. Period. Out. Yeah. And then we're and then we're outside doing our own thing. And then sometimes you're 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 a boy and your mom's outside working, and then you get caught up with what the other person's mm-hmm. kid, whose mom is outside working and has ten kids and doesn't mind her kids mm-hmm. at all. And now that boy, like it all comes down. And not to mention trying to keep up with the Joneses, right? You're seeing, mm-hmm. you don't have it, and mm-hmm. then you're seeing, remember them time that when I was growing up, BET just came to Canada. or And, mm-hmm. and I don't even know if it was just Canada or if it was in the U.S., but I know when BET started coming, a lot of the, a lot of our influence came from American gangster lifestyle mm-hmm. on these music, yeah. these music videos and stuff like that. So you want to keep up with them. Oh, they got that? I want that. When Chucks, Chucks came out, I wanted Chucks. Um, I didn't work, but mommy, when you're going on the road, make sure you're picking me up, Chucks. Mom, Chuck, well, mm-hmm. Chuck T- just tell the people that you want Chuck Taylor. <laughs> I got that. Um, you know, you you know, you don't have no business wearing Jordans, but you want the Jordans regardless of if it's a bill something that bill something plus for my size. I want that. Like you want to keep up with the Joneses. You want to have certain things. There's certain people they can't even ask their families to get that for them so they go and get it themselves and mm-hmm. then unfortunately mm-hmm. that's what comes with the you know the negative stuff mm-hmm. all behind that so yeah. mm-hmm. it, it absolutely has everything to do with with poverty if everybody had it equally would we still rob and still if you're still robbing and stealing and we all have it equal then the problem is with you mm-hmm. you need mm-hmm. prayer you need to get saved well you guys you guys are all you guys are older women who are like starting ventures like i know you barbara you you're starting your youtube channel and um Mm -hmm. you have a hair business where you sell hair um styling grace hair thank you and i feel like now that you guys are like so much older and you guys can reflect back on your experiences like as you being two black girls from toronto going up in the hood um, I'm gonna ask you two questions. What do you feel like is the disconnect? Like now that you're older and you can reflect, what do you feel like is the disconnect between us and the new generation? And how do you feel you could we could talk to the new generation better? Mm. That would be that would be my my first, and then my second would and if what advice would you give to any young girls growing up in the hood? Mm. Do you want to go first, Papa? 
Okay, so for the second one, um, what advice I would give to young girls growing in the hood is, um, it's not it's not all what it seems. Like these, I, I would say, um, the hood man that you think are it are not it. Like they may <laughs> come off like that, but don't don't buy into their their bullshit. Like they know how to work your mind. They know how to like make you feel good. It's not it. Just don't think. You need to be older to get with these guys because it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. I just like it's just like girls get caught up when I like growing up like I was young, I was a bit younger than them and I whenever I got attention from them, I felt so good. Like, you know, older men want me, I feel good, mm-hmm. but it wasn't they all they there's, wanted there's so much predators in the hood too. Mm-hmm. There's so much and that's why I feel like girls in the hood they always take that advantage. The predators in the hood are way more because these are men who who watch you grow you up kids, and then these are the exactly. and then they want you and, when you're older and they're useless they're not they're not they're not men with to any standards they're not they're not businessmen or not that businessmen can't be predators but these are men who just stay home who are drunk <laughs> who use drugs who no, who, who smoke <laughs> really you're, you're walking you're walking past these people and they're high <laughs> to, you look extra sweet to them <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest um i I don't know, like I, I never got caught up in those things. Like even even for instance, like the boys that everybody liked, I didn't like them. I was never attracted to what everybody else was attracted to. And I think that's what makes me stand out a little bit. And and if I not to toot my own horn, but like there's certain things I look at a certain girl and I'll be like, Why are you doing that? Like that's that's not cool. And then you hear the worst part about it is when you hear these hood niggas talking about the shit your friends are doing and you're like trying to vouch for your friend. Mm-hmm. And they just have some different So I don't know. It, it don't hit the same. Yeah. So like I feel what Barbara's saying. Like, don't let don't let these niggas get to your head. Hello. Cause then they're just gonna be talking about you. Mm-hmm. And you're just gonna look yep. ridiculous. And then everyone's gonna think that I can have a turn with you because to them it was, oh. it was easy. Absolutely. Barbara, do you have anything else you wanna add to it? Um I don't I don't really know. I just feel like be yourself like don't like I feel like growing up in the hood I have that mentality like I don't care like who can touch me like no one can touch me I'm this I'm that like uh I I don't have that don't have that mentality to be honest I I hate I know I have it but I don't know who I'm gonna fight one day the person I can fight next time can be a gun gal and can come shoot me up like because I have that mentality yeah because the the young the younger girls they be having you know what I mean so it's like just just be humble because these generations they 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 shoot first and talk later Hmm. i don't i don't even know what to say really like as an example but what i will say is don't look at your your like your 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 peer and think that they're doing better than you because they're educating themselves or that they they feel that they're better than you because they're educating themselves i will say definitely get your education even if you're going to school to do to do like I don't know count grass I don't know just get your education and you know get up that way and stay humble that's mm-hmm. that's all I'm gonna say stay humble and get your education because me personally like I grew up where I grew up but at the end of the day I did not become a product of my environment because I mm. saw certain things that I did not want for myself and you know my my future so I flipped that yeah. and unfortunately there are people who didn't get that opportunity because they're too busy thought and bopping and that's not going to last you. Like, for instance, um, growing up, I like I said, I was so influenced by certain things that 
I wanted it. And good thing I had a great st- stable parenting. My my dad was a, a freaking genius. My mom's a freaking genius. Mm-hmm. Like they raised a genius princess. Like I, I feel like because I had that, not many can say that they have that, but of course, because I had that, I felt like I was able to analyze things differently. Like school was number one for me. School was number one for me. So mm. I would always say like, yo, get, go to school, go to school. Don't let nobody stop you. Cause at the end of the day, it's the education that's opening up these doors. Like I had school and then I had certain things that I, that I, I like to do. For instance, I love doing hair and I love getting my hair done. So I knew that mm. the only way for me to do that is to educate myself where I'm able to speak and write. Cause certain things you need to know how to do. <laughs> Customer service is not homegrown. Okay. Mm-hmm. you need to know how to speak to people and unfortunately some people are in business right now who do not know how to speak to people and that's just mm. a whole nother topic but you need to educate <laughs> yourself enough where you can stand back and say you know what I'm going to, I'm not going to respond to this person ignorant because they responded to me ignorantly especially when you're from the hood and they already they already assume that you know what I'm saying because yo I'll try general, to talk to my friends response, I'll try to talk to my friends I'll be like yo can you answer this person for me and they'll be like I don't, I'm not answering them because if I answer them I'm going to cost them and I'm like, <laughs> do you do you do you feel like oh, but she's since you guys being girls from the hood, do you feel like there's some people that you outgrown that you've had to leave behind? Um, honestly, saying all my girls that I've been rocking with are have been with me since I was in elementary. Like I used to hear teachers telling me these are not going to be your friends when you grow up. All the girls I've been rocking with are still my girls, like birds of a feather. That's all I'm gonna say birds of a feather like i don't really feel like i've outgrown any of my friends like, all of my friends are doing well and we're we're mm-hmm. all we're all we all have the same mentality mm-hmm. and we're all we're, again like whenever some people see us like oh i can't believe you guys are still friends like we yeah. see certain teachers and be like can't believe you guys are still friends we rock till this day so i don't feel like i've outgrown certain people but i will say i've outgrown certain things mm. like I, i've outgrown certain things like i i don't like to party like that it's just not it's just not me you know so i don't know i just i just say it's just uh, for me personally i just feel like girls need to humble themselves and just get your education sweetie just get your education i like how you, you touched on saying that sometimes when you see when you're when you're in certain circumstances and you see other people educating themselves mm-hmm. you tend to think, like you tend to get defensive like mm-hmm. you might see other people doing something like don't get defensive like mm-hmm. just do it too yeah like you see some... sometimes when you grow up like that it's easy to adapt to that crab in a barrel and you used to hear that a lot like you hear state. like people even guys will be like oh that thinks he's better than me because he can do this no go do it yourself like that is just self-hate within you if you feel like somebody mm-hmm. else bettering themselves is hindering your excellence then the problem is within you and not them mm-hmm. and that's the mentality that a lot of the hood mentality needs to sorry that's the mentality that people need to get out of them like that hood mentality and that's that stigma behind like that we have on each other it just needs to they people need to eliminate that it's not cool you can you can Um, absolutely make it if you educate yourself and know what you're doing i'm not saying if you go to school you people people will probably confuse this like oh you get not everybody goes to school and gets a job facts i'm not saying that but when you when you educate yourself to a certain extent you're able to analyze things differently it's it's all about finding what you like and then yeah. and then and no matter what whether you go to school or not you got to educate exactly. yourself on it period so not not edu- like the school system isn't the only form of yeah education. of course not no and that's not so what i mean ways- right if, no, no, yes, if you love fashion exactly. educate yourself in fashion it's so you can be the best at it 
You know what I'm saying? Especially when there's Google. No excuse. Absolutely not. Like you're not for like you're not gonna go to girl A and talk to her about, you know, for instance, okay, you're not gonna go to girl A and talk to her about hair when you can go to girl B and talk to her about hair because she's she she educated, like she has the, the latest the latest um textures she knows that she wears it meanwhile the girl a that i was talking about earlier she only rocks synthetic she does she's <laughs> never heard of virgin hair you know what i'm saying and i'm putting it this way because that's that's what i'm the way that we're speaking. yeah we're talking about it right now but obviously there's different things like you there's certain things you're not there's certain people you're not going to go to for help because you know they don't they don't have it like that like i'm not going to go to i'm not going to talk business with somebody who who who's never who's never made money just doesn't make sense. I just feel like you need to educate yourself in anything. Like even if you're gonna do fraud, be the be be the best <laughs> puppy you can be. <laughs> okay, my, this is my final question before I let you guys go. Um, what are some ways you feel like boys in the hood can better understand the girls in the hood? Because I feel like where there where there are we are their support system, and we lift them up the best ways that we could. What are some ways that they can help us to be our better forms of women? I think first things first is not looking at us like we're on their list of the next hit. Like, get to know mm-hmm. us. Like, I feel like if you have sisters, you shouldn't, like, you wouldn't want someone to look at your sister like she's a piece of meat. So get to know us. You know what I mean? Like, study us, like, talk to us, see how we're doing, because then, like, you know, we can also be there to help them if they ever need it, like, mm-hmm. there's no yeah. need for everything to be sexual. Like, you can make a good a good friend out of someone that lives in the hood or outside the hood, it doesn't really matter, because everyone needs somebody, everyone needs, I feel like um, everyone needs a woman in their life, because we, although mm-hmm. we may be annoying, and we may be naggy, I mean, we know how to comfort our men, like, We've been through half of the trauma they've been through, so we can adapt to what they are going through. We can talk it out. Like, I'm not saying don't date someone from, like, Ajax or Brampton, but I'm saying, you know, majority of the guys that some girls are, that are attracted to live in the hood, come from the hood, and been through the trauma. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, just get to know us, understand us, and not look at us like, Oh, I want to fuck her because she's a fat mm-hmm. ass. And I think that goes to our, our, I think that goes to our brothers too. I think sometimes our brothers get caught up in the lifestyles that they live, and they don't get to really take the time out to know their sisters. Um, not every household, but certain households. Like I feel like sometimes they get caught up with the mandem, they get caught up with the the rules and the politics of the lifestyle they're living in the hood, and then you don't look at your sister as a as a, a female. Or a woman. Mm-mm. I feel like getting to know us on all kinds of levels as a friend, as a sister. I agree with that a hundred percent because, mm-hmm. like, the same way it's not easy for them, it wasn't easy for us too, right? Right. So, yeah. yeah. I agree with both of you guys. I agree. Anything else you guys want to let the world know about our 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 hood girl? Um, not every hood girl is ghetto and loud. I'm loud because I just have a loud voice. I'm not loud. I'm a, I'm ghetto. I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to talk low. I don't know how to whisper. That's just my. That's just me. So just because I'm loud doesn't mean I'm ghetto. It just means I talk loud. So if you guys don't like it, step back. It's just that's how it works. 
Um, <laughs> I feel like just because I'm passionate doesn't mean I'm angry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like just because I'm talking and I'm like maybe using my hands or like, you know, like that's yeah. just, like, mm-hmm. like, just the way I express yes. myself. That's the way I talk. Yeah, and just because I have a bitch face doesn't mean I think I'm better You're than me. I'm better than you. Yeah, yeah. that's the. Big I just one. I literally just have a permanent resting face. I swear it's not even like I'm doing it on purpose. I think a lot of us do. Like probably like ninety nine percent of us do. I like my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, why do we? Why do we gotta be sli- smiling with you, ladies? <laughs> Like, you know, like, more times you're just chilling. There's a million things going on in your head. Like, it's not even like that. Sometimes you don't even realize it. All you hear is we walk and you hear somebody say, smile. <laughs> I used to hear that a lot. When I would be walking, there, smile. I'm like, nah, what are you talking about? I am smiling. I don't even, sometimes I don't even realize that my face is a straight. I just feel like I'm just walking. But you know what I do now that I'm now that I'm like older and I'm I'm, I'm I used to hear that all the time. Like when I see other girls, especially other black girls, I smile with them. Yeah. Even if they don't smile back, I just give them a smile because I, I you know what you know what started making me do that is like when I've been around other non-black people, they do that to me. They mm. smile. They smile. And, then, and then you'd be like, Ooh. you just feel good when people hit you with a smile. It's like saying hello without saying anything. Yeah. yeah. So I just whenever I see other girls, I smile like. So let's tell let's tell our, our our young hood girls to smile. You can smile, yeah. If they don't want to, they don't have to. But I think it works. Yeah, that too. If you don't want to, you don't yeah. Have to. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes they make it like it's by force. That's yeah. Too. If you don't want to, you don't have to. But it works. Like just smile. And not every girl's out to get you. Like you, not every mm. like that's one thing. Not every girl's out to get you. Like you can walk in a room and because she's looking at you. I used growing up. I used to because you you have that certain culture in your head and that certain mentality. Not culture, sorry, mentality in your head. You feel like when she's looking at you, she wants problems. Not everybody's looking at you, yeah, like because they want problems. Maybe some people are looking at you because they think you're cute. You yeah, or they like your outfit. They like your outfit. It's all defense. It's all defense mechanisms. Thank you. Like it's all a defense. Mechanism. Yeah, like not everybody. That's the way we, we we were raised, so we have to teach each other to understand. Yeah, and I I honestly I hate it when girls stare at me. Like I hate it. And then my mom one time she's like, "What if they're looking at you because they think you're pretty?" And I'm like, "Hmm, never thought about that." So I don't. <laughs> that's, now I'm just I keep repeating that. I'm yeah, like, it's true. Because whenever I go like when I go to a party and I see like a beautiful girl, I will stare at you. Like I will look at yeah. I will act like your whole body. Like you know, and I know it can come off wrong. Like why is this girl staring at me? But I'm literally just watching your like your look because you just look yeah like, right. It's fine. Like sometimes you want to know how they did how they did their hair like that. Like how many braids does she have in her head? That, that looks, <laughs> how many pads? Yeah, that looks really good. Or those baby hairs are laid. Her eyebrows are really nice. Like sometimes you're just, just staring. I like, I love pretty girls. I love pretty girls. Right? Yeah. I just and I like, I like pretty girls that look like me. Period. <laughs> so, right. So I just, I just watch people. Not all the time, but not watch people. Sorry. I just, I look, just like I look at boys <laughs> too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Any other before we leave? Any other stereotypes you want to kick in the butt? Or because it sounds these are like you know it sounds like things that they put on us and it's like guys this is not really what it is. Um, maybe not all not all the people are uneducated. I was just about to say that. Wow, I was just yeah. gonna say that we're not all uneducated. Yes, we're not all uneducated. There's a lot of smart people. Yes, in the hood. don't sleep. And sometimes it's the lack. It's just the lack of resources. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And we're not all um, like, and not like. Also, like whatever, whatever you see on TV, like you know, CP twenty four saying like 
this guy was like a known to police like don't listen to it like don't listen to that because they put what they want out there but like i can know the person personally and be like this guy was actually dope. Like I don't know where people yeah. get the information. But... It's because we, it's because we know them personally. Yeah, yeah. It's understand it like how we understand it because we know these people personally. Like we could understand the situation that yo, this person that's known to the police, like yo, that person that probably that he did this to, probably yeah. stole from his mom. Like we know the backstory, and it's not that it makes it okay, but. Just that it's just we just off it a bit because it comes off too much. Like it comes like okay, this guy's like a robber, like or he's like a high, like a criminal, and it's like that's not even what it is. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like certain things, you can look at it on two perspectives. Growing up in the hood, and when you finally move out, you're that's what I'm saying. You can understand why that person had. Like they're not like that, so there had to be something happening. You mm-hmm. know that they're not like that. So obviously, something was he was going through something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But of course, they'll put their own agenda in the media, right? Yeah. They wouldn't be the media if they didn't do that. So that's what yeah. yeah. Well, my ladies, before I go, I wanna say thank you. Um before we go, I want I want you, Barbara, to say your YouTube page that they should check okay. you out on when you're ready. And then <laughs> once you've done Tasha, you say your hair plug that I feel like they should check you out because you do got some nice hair. <laughs> so Hey, well, everyone, follow me, like, and subscribe to my videos. My Instagram is, sorry, my YouTube is B.Sensational with two L's. Just retweet it, let all your friends follow. You know, I'm trying to be a Toronto influencer because, like, from what I know, we ain't got that much, so... (laughs) And and I just feel like it's always good when you get your average girls to influence because it's the real people Mm -hmm. showing real... Right. Exactly. Right. Good for you. Okay, that's yeah. a great. That's a great idea. And Tasha, and she's a yes, mother I'm too. A mother so it's well. like of a boy and like come it's on, beautiful. <laughs> yes. Um, I'd love to make women feel good, look good, and um, me personally, I love hair. I live by hair. I sleep in hair. Um, so I have a hair page, hair, Styling Grace Hair Collection on Instagram. If you don't know, now you know. You can follow, you can purchase hair, you can get your kids' hair braided because I braid little girls' hairs as well. I do adult women hair. I don't do men because I always get men asking me to do I don't do men. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, follow me. And yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys, my my beautiful ladies from the hood that have are not still in the hood and advanced way past that and doing big things with their own businesses and just trying to set a good example for people so right. I want to thank you guys for lending your voices and your time and just to give your perspective on what it's like growing up being your average black girl from the hood just trying to make it in Toronto because we always see what it's like in, mm-hmm. in the states mm-hmm. but I feel like there's no representation of what it's like to be a girl in the hood from Toronto, from Toronto. I, I agree absolutely and even when you see the people that make it from Toronto, those are not our people. <laughs> oh my, okay, it's okay. Let me not even. That's why I people. just need myself to get there. Because they have, I, uh, it's okay. Let me not even get in that because that frustrates me. It frustrates me a lot. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. But there's certain people I see, they're like, oh, they're from, they're from Toronto. So, oh, okay. They had a great life. They had a great life. That's, and it's like only feeling what was going on. Great, that's amazing. Good for them. They made it. But at the end of the day, anybody who made it from Toronto, 
is my people. So, Thoughts. so you made it. I make it. Hopefully, we can continue to make it. Yes, I really hope so. I feel like Toronto needs to be on the put on the map. Like I feel like we need I know, more right? More, not just only for Drake or Tory Lanez. I need. Oh, I want Lord. a female Toronto person to make it as well. Like I just want to be like, mm-hmm. yes, like someone from Toronto made it somewhere. Like I just, I just feel like Toronto needs to be more like known. Yeah, that's why I love Jennifer Lee. Like, um, oh yeah, I love that. I love that she's doing it big. Her shoes are beautiful. Like, I love the fact that she even comes from the hood too, and she has people like Little Kim wearing her shoes. Yes. Remy Ma, like, I yes. love it. Um, Jennifer Lee's from Jeff- oh, exactly. Wow. She's from the yeah. Jennifer Lee's from Jeff- yeah. Look at that. She went to Brooklyn and everything. And just look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. love to see that. I love to hear those type of stories. So, yeah, yeah, more of that. More of that. Right? I- to you guys well i would like to thank you guys so much and really really appreciate it no thanks um, for having me marissa yes. no problem. It was fun. you guys are my 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 hood girls <laughs> that you know that have moved on advanced in different things and i like and i respect yes. that and you don't have to be a product yeah. of your environment you don't gotta be statistic period i feel you Okay. Oh, my lane, my lane ladies. <laughs> it was nice talking. Nice to talking you. to you, nice ladies. To you guys. And have a good night. Good night. Bye. 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 Hi, guys. It's Marissa, and this is the outro. If you're still listening, I would like to thank you for making it this far. I really do appreciate you. If you're not already, don't forget to follow the Instagram page, Views from Venus XO. If you're on Twitter, don't forget to use the hashtag Views from Venus. And don't forget to subscribe, write a review, leave a rating, and all that good stuff. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of time, I had a lot of fun recording it. And I can't wait to hear you guys feedback on this episode and i will see you guys episode six wow we're already at episode six guys so be steady and i'll catch you guys next week